the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferentz Toth. In an era of chaos, confusion, and craziness, Ferentz is a voice for common sense. As a financial literacy educator, speaker, and entrepreneur, Ferentz cuts through the noise to help us understand how current events affect our money, economy, and our freedom. Now, here's Ferentz Toth. Welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. This is Ferentz, and I have a very special guest today. In fact, we're going to cover an interesting topic. Anyone who's listened to the show knows I discuss immigration quite often and a lot about illegal immigration, too, and how it affects our economy and how it's affecting our country. And what I want to do today is I've gotten the chance, the opportunity to meet a very interesting person, Avery Chi. She's we're going to share a personal story about someone who's trying to become a citizen of the United States, doing it the right way. And she's running into some challenges. We're going to let her share her story. But I guess what I'm trying to say is we always hear about immigration, but I want to make it personal today. First of all, Avery, welcome to the Your Personal Bank Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Frank. Oh, you're, you're, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. So like, like I said, many listeners of the show know I'm first generation. My dad escaped from the Soviets. You know, in 1956, I was born here. He wanted a better opportunity, come to the land of opportunity for himself and his legacy on that legacy. That's, so that's why this is so near and dear to my heart. Avery, share us a little bit about your background, where are you from, that kind, where'd you grow up, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in China, the northeast side of uh, China, a small town, but a lot of people. <laughs> um, I had a really nice, calm childhood Everybody just to stay in the town for the most part, they really don't go elsewhere. I don't know out from somewhere. I just starting to plan, especially in college. While other people are, um, a lot of them just focus on their own subjects and or, or their majors. And English is not even a focus anymore. But I just really wanted to acquire the language to really articulate well and express myself so when I came here, I'm, I just right in without a, you know, speaking broken English. I, I really did a lot of uh, self-study and I learned a lot about the culture through all the mediums I used learning English. For instance, uh, you know, I, I watched the Friends for over 30 times. I literally can remember every lines of it. Um, so you had so you had an interest in, Amer- in America and American culture from a young age, obviously. Yes, absolutely. There are some limited uh, resources through TV or books. I read a lot of uh, literatures from the U.S. Just found it's really fascinating. Any anything that sparked that that you can attribute to, or just kind of just came to you naturally? Why you had that interest in learning about this culture? I mean, I can't really pinpoint a particular event. Just made me determined this is it. I think it's really just a, a influence, a subtle influence here and there, and a, it, it it come to a point. I made that decision. You know, okay. small things like I always have that curiosity, or or just read books or or some of the movies, especially movies. I just found a a lot of American movies are very creative in a grander scheme. It just it it shows it, it's definitely through the screen. It, it, it shows a lot of whether the landscape, you know, especially the older movies, because mm-hmm. they, they do a lot of a uh, road driving scene to to share right. what a what it looks like. I was in awe of all those uh, amazing natures across the U.S. and also just the people, the diversity and everything. Neat. And plus, you know, even in school, we all heard. Uh, all those noble uh, talent, that's the hub, right? The, the, the whole um, melting pot or the salad bowl. Just <laughs> everybody come here for for more opportunities and freedom. I right. I think it's actually, there is a one documentary I watched. There was a 
prime episode. It's called American, the story of us. It okay. Really yes. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yes. Re, uh, watching that uh, documentary about how this country is built mm-hmm. and the Hindu spirit and everything. I think that would be, if I have to find one event, that's the one. Okay. And then obviously you had an opportunity to come to the United States to go to college, correct? So how did that come about? And then what did you, what did you study? Yes. So actually I did my undergrad in China. So I studied uh, biology. Uh, At that time, I was uh, definitely determined to come here for my advanced degree. It's just a, a choice between, do I pursue a PhD to be a biologist or more applying a science, like a master degree. It just happened to be, I was really into fitness and wellness. And I also find myself not necessarily the type of person in the lab all day long dealing with the pantry uh, dishes or animals. So I find uh, uh, nutrition and kinesiology is a great way to get into that, that industry, uh, that mm-hmm. world. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Even I was most of the times I was, you know, the school focus on your academia, but I, I was always into sports since mm. growing up. Uh, so I that's my first degree. I came here. I did a, a master degree in nutrition and kinesiology in okay. Baylor State. OK, now you had shared with me a story that I, I, I was fascinated with when you were, I guess, fairly new to the country. You wanted to go to Austin, took a bike trip there. Tell us a little about that and what you learned from that. Oh, yeah, that was that was <laughs> such a, a great memory. Uh, 2014, that was uh, the year I came over. Two months in, um, I heard of those uh, bicycle clubs, they riding all those long distance, over 100 miles and here and there. As I grew up riding bikes, but mainly as a public transportation uh, mm-hmm. tool. I never get trained, and at that time, I don't really have a car. I just have a a bike, a regular bike, not that fancy, and I don't even have a smartphone. Um, (laughs) I asked around a a couple of clubs, say, oh, can can I join you? Because I always want to visit Austin, because that's the capital of Texas. From That's uh, a little bit over 100 miles. They were like, oh, you aren't that trained. You know, your pace, we are really fast. Uh-huh. So I thought, okay, let me just do it on my own. So I went back and look, looked up uh, the map. Since you can't really, it's not allowed to just uh, ride down the I-35. Right. So I got to map it out with a different route and some country road here and there. Um, I drawed it on a piece of paper, then packed some water and some you know snacks, just hit the road. I still vividly remember that was a Friday. I, I didn't have class that day. I just started at 4 a.m. in October. It's it's really, I, I, I didn't even think too much. I didn't think about, oh, what if what if um, I got uh, kidnapped or uh, <laughs> hit by a car, that sort of stuff. I just thought, I'm just going to keep going. Worst case, I'm just going to return back. Not a big deal. I, that was really the first time I was able to exponentially see the countryside, the beauty of the landscape in in the United States, not just on the screen, actually in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And throughout the the trip, I I run into some incredible people, just so kind. I mean, I got lost a couple of times. I have to ask around and I ran out of water. People are just so generous just to share what, um, yeah, give me the, advices or the help I needed uh, to a point you know it's funny at, at some point I just keep going I didn't then then I, somebody told me oh you still have about a 40 miles to go at that point I already biked for about eight hours uh-huh. I just don't want to go back anymore I just yeah I don't want to go return I just want to keep going so long story short, after... By the way, I don't mean to interrupt you, Avery, but that's kind of seems like a theme of your life. You don't want to return. You want to keep going forward. That's... that. I that's like that. <laughs> I think that is something in my nature to see the end. Even yeah. when I, you know, hike, hike into the mountain, I just 
keep going up one step at a time and that time is really just a one paddle at a time but uh yes yes so after 15 hours i finally arrived to downtown austin austin uh-huh. yeah i was um i so so when i got into the downtown austin um i went to get some food in the whole food store then when i came out my bicycle was stolen yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would discourage most people because um yeah i didn't even plan to stay anywhere because i also at that time when i at the beginning i still kind of think well everything is so expensive because the u.s dollars versus the the yuan it's right. just seems everything expensive i i didn't even plan to go to a hotel that's just so i end up just walk around to find a a restaurant that is uh open 24 7. so i just sit there and I order some food and start chatting with um, strangers just mm-hmm. across the bar. Had some fun conversations, and uh, and they don't really allow me to sleep either because I don't know for some reason you can't stay there, but just right. you can't sleep. <laughs> but <laughs> right. the next day, I woke up. I just started to explore Austin on my feet, just walk around. I even. Um, accidentally ran into the Franklin's barbecue. You know that oh uh, thing. I've heard Have of it. Yes. It? Oh, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'll run into that too late, and um, it, I heard people they camp like five in the morning, just waiting in line for that. That's Anyhow, crazy. yeah, I, I got to really be able to uh, experience Austin. <clears throat> Met some incredible people. Just such a vibrant city, and mm-hmm. somehow. I found the, you know, the, the Greyhound bus mm-hmm. in the afternoon without a, you know, GPS or anything, then just took the bus, came back. It was <laughs> uh, pretty crazy. So, but it was a, a, such a great memory. Yeah. And you think about it, single female, new to the country, everything's new and you just struck out and exploring. That's pretty awesome. And it sounds like you had a pretty great experience other than getting your bike stolen. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's true. Uh, but it, with if that didn't happen, I probably, you know, the I won't be able to. I don't know. It's it's just gonna be different. It's kind of like that movie talk about a, you know, that a Christmas movie. It's a Wonderful Life. If this thing didn't happen, probably it won't. The other thing won't happen. So right. It's just we're gonna have Avery with us for the rest of the show, so, folks. I'm gonna really encourage you. We just kind of get introduced a little bit about her and her background, but she's somebody who we want. This is you're the type of person we want in this country. We are a melting pot. We are a land of immigrants, but we want we want to have the best and the brightest. We want good people who who love our country, the opportunities that it provides, who want to be a part of that. And and so Avery's going to be. She's got some a situation where she may have to go back soon. We're going to share that in this next segment. I'm going to really encourage you to stay tuned. Stay tuned for more Common Sense from Ferens. For more information, contact Ferens at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferens Toth. Want more information? Contact Ferens at 866 866- 268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ference Toast. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. This is Ference, and I have a special guest with me, Avery Chi. She's, uh, if you missed the first segment, I'm just going to encourage you to go to yourpersonalbank.com. You can listen to this or any of the previously recorded shows. But again, I'm doing something a little different here because I do discuss immigration and the economic impacts of that illegal immigration in particular versus legal immigration. And I wanted to bring the story to something more personal. I got the opportunity to meet Avery recently from China. She shared in her story earlier, kind of always loved this country, had the opportunity to come here and get uh, your master's degree, I I guess, advanced degree here. Uh, So first of all, Avery, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me for it. You're welcome. You're welcome. So you got your degree, uh, advanced degree, I guess, in, uh, in, um, Texas. After you, then you graduated, what what happened there? Yes. So I did uh, got my first uh, master's nutrition kinesiology. I wasn't immediately went to the industry. But at that point, I for one, I realized uh, 
you know, a lot of stuff, people, why people do things, there's a reason behind it. So the behavior, there's a psychology associated with it. So I, even when I was doing the nutrition kinesiology, I studied a lot of psychology, human behavior. I would discuss, I was discussing with uh, my mentor at that time, or that she's focused on some gut microbiome stuff, consider her a psychology PhD, but she's the one to kind of share with me as in uh, to encourage me to kind of take a pause from the science standpoint, to gain some experience, then reconsider, etc. Uh, but at that time, the Baylor Business School Management Information System Masters, because mm-hmm. of my background and my uh, academic uh, history, they offered me pretty much almost 100% scholarship. So mm-hmm. I get to learn, that's a very new field, but I was able, I get a chance to learn a lot of business classes like accounting, finance, but also technology, information system, programming, database, design, etc. I thoroughly enjoy that degree. That's that's the thing that interests me is like, you, you never know what you enjoy on, until you try it, right? Because I've been right. doing a lot of science since I was younger. And, and then basically that was the degree I was leveraging the most for my professional career as a solution mm-hmm. architect. So after graduated 2017, so beginning of 2018, I started my official professional career working for a risk management technology company as a consultant so my role is really wear multiple hat to cross functionally with the internal external stakeholder to identify business needs and translate into technical deliverables and take the client to implement solutions to better their business operation and so my understanding is obviously getting this job, you, you're under the work visa program, and ultimately your, your goal is to get obtain citizenship after a certain amount of time. And that's in my understanding too. I know our immigration system is broken. I've yeah. heard this all the time. <laughs> you know, just letting people come across the border, we don't even know their name. That's just beyond ridiculous. Where we have the opportunity, like folks like yourself, who we can have the pick of the litter, so to speak, the best and the brightest from around the world, because as much challenge as our country has, we still have, we're still a place that people want to come to, obviously. I mean, they're coming here for opportunity, like you said. And so my, you were sharing with me as we spoke, we were speaking earlier that um, in essence, the company is ultimately responsible or has all the control in terms of starting the process for citizenship, correct? You, you have no control. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, so so my understanding is you went to work for this company, and we won't name them to shame anybody, but uh, this I've heard this is pretty common out there. They said, "Well, we'll get that started, we'll get that going." We'll, we'll, you know, there was no rush on their part, right? Yeah, that's right. It, it's really a, a mutual trust to extend a lot of times mm-hmm. uh, because there's no hard rule says you must wait until a certain amount of year to start the process, um, but it's up to the company to decide when to start it. I so think. I definitely, um, you know, since 2014, this is nine years to 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 this year being wow. here. It, it's it's a long process and there's a lot of uh, inconvenience to to me just to even visit a family or travel elsewhere with this type of visa. It, it would be great to to, you know, start as early as possible, but that wasn't the case. But I was grateful that they finally started. It is quite late, very recent. So you worked for this company, sounds like up to almost nine years, like you said. Um, well, almost six years. Six you years, know, the first right. Three years I was in grad school, yes. Right. So then you they finally started the citizenship process, and then you got laid off, is my understanding, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Last and, and then... The, how the work visa program works again i don't know all the details but you have a certain amount of time that you have to obtain another job or you end up having to go back is that correct yeah that's right yeah what is your what is your deadline at this point for finding uh another job offer i guess so you know the immigration like you mentioned uh for it's it's very complex right (laughs) 
um, you know, they got a different base, right? Employment base, family base, refugee, etc. My path was the employment. I was a year first uh, F1 student visa and the job to transition to H1 work visa. And the, 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 the hope is through the employer to eventually achieve my American dreams. So essentially, uh, the government uh, gives the immigration government, the service to give 60 days called a grace period from the, the last day of your work to find another sponsor, another company to transition into. So that would have took me to, to mid-October at this point. Yeah, it is a very tight time frame. Yeah. Uh, just uh, searching for job, uh, the process of interview at certain standpoint. Yeah, so, so, the, even, so to me, that's it sounds ridiculous again, too, because Here's a situation where, in essence, you have to put all your faith in this company that they're going to start the process towards citizenship at some point. They have all the cards. They have all the control. Then at some point, they lay you off or whatever, let you go. You've got 60 days to find another sponsor, like you said, another company, and the whole process starts over again. Am I correct? Yes, it is. Um, yeah, that that's the the other a little bit of a challenge is uh, mm-hmm. the green card need to be started all over again um, right so why to me it's so ridiculous is the companies have all the control i mean it's you have you're in a situation where it, it's almost like indentured servitude almost at a true disadvantage obviously due to lack of citizenship and they have all the control and so it keeps them allows them to keep their costs down their labor costs down because let's face it folks coming from other countries you're typically going to work for less usually that's the reality. I I, I, did, I don't see where there's any fairness in the system at all, where I think you jokingly said, yeah, you could go get married or something, find somebody to marry you or something. <laughs> or or I, I said, yeah, go hop the fence, you know, and you could, be, you could be here illegally at least. Yet you're trying to go through the process the right way, and it's taking you, well, from the work side, six years, and you're still – you're not anywhere closer, like you said, to your American dream than when you started, really, sadly. Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, it's interesting. I mean, I wish I would just uh, know that you know. I I mean, I I was advised of the other things, jokingly or not jokingly. It just you know, I really do not want to go that route, especially out of right. status to to you know a spot. Um, you know, I I want to do the right thing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, created a life here as a right. as a not. You know, I even did, earlier this year, I was looking to get a condo so that uh, to have my parents come over visit so that they can see the life I have here. As right. they're, you know, still in China, uh, retired, the it's it's just it's very difficult, uh, right. and also they sometimes doesn't really un- don't really understand me why want to be here because the the things they portrayed maybe in the media is skewered come here to look actually experience it i don't you know from employment that you know standpoint it is definitely we even a friend of mine and i was researching there's no additional protection with the h1 workers it's not like a a contract signed oh we're gonna see this through you know So, so so it's really at will you know, I don't know the ins and outs of the, exactly the the stuff behind the scene. Maybe there's a reason. Uh, it but seems it, to me the reason is pretty obvious, Avery. It's the companies want cheaper labor, highly educated, cheaper labor, and they want to maintain control as long as they can. To me, it seems pretty obvious. It's sad, but true is what I believe. To me, why it's so frustrating, and it's got to be, and it's frustrating me, and I'm looking at it from the outside. It doesn't affect me directly. It's affecting you personally is you, you're trying to do this, it's a six-year process, trying to do it the right way, and you've got mil- literally millions of people coming from the southern border, and they're, you know, unaccounted for, and they're here. And that's got to be immensely frustrating. It is to me. It is pr- frustrating. I, I'm being yeah. calm most right. of the time, right? Understood. There's a part of me just to feel, yeah, this deep frustration about it, this long over almost a decade and, and yeah. barely even see this delight. And now in a situation that uh, I have to 
give up all the relationship in a way that the last decade of my life I met here and the life right. of the audience quickly exit. So, so yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, I'll catch you off because we're coming up on a hard break here, but uh, I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned with because we're going to discuss this further with Avery. But I think, folks, you can see what we're talking about is here's somebody getting punished for doing, trying to do it the right way, and people who are not doing it the right way are getting rewarded, and that's just that's just plain unfair, plain and simple. Again, as I stated at the beginning of the show, Avery, and to everyone who's listening, and most of it, most people here in the U.S. are not against immigration. What we're against is illegal, unaccounted for immigration. People just coming willy-nilly. We don't know who they are. We love and want to support people who are coming here doing it the right way. We want to be a contributing part of society, make this country an even better place than it is now. So, I encourage you to stay tuned in the next segment. Don't miss it. I'm going to share. We're going to share more of Avery's story. Stay tuned for more common sense from Ferens. For more information, contact Ferens at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ferenc Toth. Want more information? Contact Ferenc at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferenc Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. This is Ferenc, and like I said earlier, we have a very special guest today. We're doing something very unique, uh, shining a spotlight on a personal story of somebody who is trying to become a U.S. citizen and trying to do things the right way. And unfortunately, so far, because Avery, she's been doing things the right way, in essence, almost being punished for doing the right thing, doing things the right way, rather than these other people are coming and doing it the wrong way and getting rewarded for that. So Avery, again, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for, for having me. It's such an honor. You're welcome. You're welcome. So like I said, I just find this, and I shared this in the last segment. Folks, if you missed it, go to yourpersonalbank.com. You can listen to this or any of the previously recorded shows, of course, anytime you want. And like I said to you, Avery, last segment, I, I, this doesn't even affect me personally. It certainly affects you, but I find it incredibly frustrating that here you've been in the States now for nine years. I think you told me you've only been home once for like a two-week trip to visit That's family. Right. Yes, probably partially because it's so difficult, like you said, with a work visa to travel out of the country. But you're trying to obtain citizenship. That's been your goal. You and you've run into some roadblocks in that, needing a new sponsor, a new job. So otherwise, you're going to be mid-October, probably heading forced to head back to China, which you clearly don't want to do. First thing I want to ask you is, why do you want to stay in the United States? You've been here nine years. You've developed a, built a life already. You're fairly young. But majority of your adult life, you've been here since college, right? Why do you want yeah. to stay in the United States? It's, it, when I first came here, 2014, when I landed after almost 24 hours of plane to from here to there, to eventually in Waco, Texas for Baylor, my grad school, I feel right at home. I mean, people were asking me, do you have any, you know, adjustment or cultural shock or whatever? I just feel at ease well that's something i didn't even feel when i was over there in my home country china so that might be something you know my soul that calling because i apparently it planted a seed and i'd really take a lot of actions to make it happen and then the second it's it's this is you know it's for cliche for cliche for a reason the land of uh, opportunity you know the american dream right mm -hmm. whatever happened now but uh this is so the country, nothing like this. As, as I, I start living here, I mean, for one, just everywhere I go, I traveled quite a bit. I love road trips and visit different places. Just the beautiful nature and amazing landscapes. And, and everywhere I go, there's incredible people, you know, um, because diver the, the diversity and people's different background, it just so creative. So that's another reason I find just this connection, this drawing to be here in the U.S. Also, I know I was fairly young, yeah. That, but my my adulthood, right, since twenty two, mm -hmm. is really 
here in a way i actually grew up here you know emotionally right. spiritually you know my journey with the with the god you know way it's, it's really it's a it's a different story it's it's just the road of well and the thing you were sharing earlier about the land of money to come here and land of opportunity and stuff i find it ironic because there's so many people in our, our country today who are privileged i call it and they they denigrate this country and they they say how it's bad and evil and all the everything else you can think of and they have no idea how blessed they really are and i always say to them if you would just take a minute a few minutes and talk to an immigrant particularly anyone who came from a country where maybe their their government and i don't want to put you on the spot here but was overzealous we'll put it that way that's such a word (laughs) controlling right you know my dad i shared in the beginning my dad escaped from from communism, I mean, you know, from the Soviets. Certainly, there's not the freedoms in China that there are here in the United States. If you don't realize how blessed you are, talk to somebody who experienced it, experienced something different. Absolutely. Just as a few examples, for instance, mm-hmm. the resource. You know, here you get to change your major in. If you need something, certain support, there's a lot of resources. It just mm-hmm. feel like the channel is open. As long as you have a desire, you want to achieve something, the people, the resources just is it's here, available, readily available. Right. You want it. There it is, unless you just don't. Well, compare, you know, when I back back home, it's it's a little bit scarcity. For one thing, it's just a lot of people, the ratio of the resource. So so sure. I, that was the one thing it's really in all of me, just whatever you desire put it into the work in this country, you can make it happen. You know, right. I love sometimes I watch a certain story about other immigrant, right? Uh, they, I'm the first generation to a way. Uh, right. But once then in the past, they really work hard to build a, a really beautiful, amazing opportunity futures uh, for their offsprings. Like I, it's my responsibility in a way to be that person in my family so that I could uh, having my relatives my family come here right. to experience something they will never dreamed of because i i am really grateful that my parents did everything they could saved mm-hmm. up to, to to support me to come right. here yes sure. let's change gears a little bit so of course you're needing a, a sponsor a company to sponsor you obviously what type of field or industry or whatever somebody knows we're going to put out a call to action here we're going to ask for uh, some help for Avery. So what kind of, if somebody knows somebody in what type of business field, industry, what would be a good fit for you if somebody was interested? Well, thank you. Thank you. Because my background, uh, at least the last uh, almost six years professionally is a solution architect in the tech industry. It happened to be I was in the risk management industry. So I, I know a lot about a regulatory compliance, insurance finance, et cetera. But uh, the information system is really broad. It can apply mm-hmm. to pretty much all industry, retail or healthcare, et cetera. It, I always like to use analogy of, because uh, I had a biology undergrad. It's mm-hmm. kind of a, the principles and the techniques I've learned and knowledge, how to implementing solutions, how to analyzing a business need. It's kind of a, you can use that on a rat or a rabbit. I, I really mm, okay. like to learn. <laughs> so I, I can learn quickly about that particular industry, learn their mm. specific languages, operations, especially uh, my clients in the past, they're all across the board from mm-hmm. different industries. They need the risk management software. So mm. I would say from the role standpoint, something like, solution consultant solution architect to know how to learn the client's business understand their need identify the gap and then leverage a software product to implementing that whether it's best industry practice or customized solutions to help their business and throughout the process you know, I also know a lot of product knowledge and I work, like I earlier mentioned about a cross-functionally because I really am the liaison 
with the customer support, engineer teams, product teams, et cetera. Okay. Well, Avery, let me ask you this. If somebody had knew of somebody or had a company or might have an interest in uh, interviewing you, uh, how would they contact you? Well, I, I mean, uh, I can share the phone number and the email. Yes, my cell is 254-299-7321. And your email? It's averychi 10 gmail.com. So I spell it out. It's A-V-E-R-Y-C-H-I-10 at gmail.com. And your phone number one more time. So it's 254-299-7321. And I understand you're willing to relocate, obviously, if necessary, for the right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, folks, if you know of anybody in anywhere in the country who would be Avery might be a good fit for them, we want to have a good quality, ed, highly educated, motivated individual work for their organization. Uh, reach out to them or contact Avery. Or if you miss that, just contact us at yourpersonalbank.com. We'll get you connected or toll free 866 268 4422. In yourpersonalbank.com, 866 268 4422. We're going to wrap up pretty soon here in the last segment. We've got a couple of minutes here and then this last segment. But I just want to say, first of all, Avery, I really appreciate you sharing your story. I know it's not easy. There's a lot of thought put into this. Uh, her and I have been discussing this for some time, and I just thought it would be a really unique a unique thing for a lot of people to hear. It's a side of things in the, in the immigration story, the overall big immigration story that most of us, including myself, just don't normally hear or are familiar with. To kind of see this firsthand, how this is affecting an individual like yourself, I think this is educational and illuminating, and it also needs to be a call to action. There needs to be, there needs to be change in our system. Obviously, the illegal immigration story, that needs to stop cold, period. I've said this so many times, it's absolutely infuriating. Beyond ridiculous, are we allowing people into this country that we don't even know who they are? We don't know their background. Heck, we don't even know their name. We don't know what their intentions are. They could be good, bad, indifferent. We have no idea. And just to even allow that to occur is beyond frustrating. And it should not, it should not be accepted by anyone. And the fact that anyone supports that, I'm sorry, you and I have a problem with each other. And we need to change that, and we need to change that with our representatives because we get the wrong people in charge in this country. Anyone who's allowing that, that needs to be changed flat out. We need to make some changes to our legal immigration process. Companies shouldn't have all the control if somebody genuinely, truly wants to come here and wants to be a part of our country. We are the melting pot of the world. We are a land of immigrants. We could have the best and the brightest. There should be a, a process that allows us to pick and choose who comes to this country and then could be a contributing part of the society. I believe Avery is one of those and is deserving of that. So if you can help her, please reach out. Again, yourpersonalbank.com or 866-268-4422. Stay tuned in the next last segment. We'll finish this up with Avery, so don't miss it. Stay tuned for more common sense from Ferens. For more information, contact Ferens at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show with Ference Toth. Want more information? Contact Ference at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. Now back to the show with Ferentz Toth. Welcome back to the Your Personal Bank Show. This is Ferentz, and we've been doing something very special today. We've been really shining a spotlight on the personal story of someone who's trying to become a citizen of the United States. He's gone through this process now nine years and is still not any closer to our ultimate goal. And we've shared that in this story today, of course. Avery, thank you for joining us today on the show. Thank you for having me, Frank. You're welcome. You're welcome. Avery's been sharing kind of her story. Came from China nine years ago. I got your uh, got your master's degree in Texas. Got to work for then got to work for a company in the IT field, basically risk management area. Um, there was some promises made about 
getting uh, or expectations at least of obtaining your citizenship through work visa program. Unfortunately, the companies have total control over that process and delayed that process. There's really, like you said, no time frame. So what a lot of folks, people here who've never dealt with that, including myself, are not aware of, people that come through the H-1 work visa program really have little or no control in terms of obtaining that citizenship or starting that citizenship process. Of course, you worked with the company about six years. They finally started the process, then went through layoffs. So you're back to square one. If something doesn't change, you have like 60 days. Mid-October, you could be forced back to go to China, and you've lived basically your entire adult life in the United States. I'd say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Avery, you feel more American than you do Chinese, culturally speaking. Is that fair? That's so fair. That's very (laughs) (laughs) Very accurate. So we've, we've put this out here the previous part of the show, but I'll do it again. We'll do it again before we end. But if you do know of somebody that might, you think, could have a, a position that might be a good fit for Avery, please reach out to us, uh, you know, yourpersonalbank.com or 866-268-4422. I believe just from our conversations, Avery, you and I have had, you're the type of person we want in this country who wants to contribute, wants to, loves, loves America, loves the opportunity. You want to make something of it. So my question I was, we were sharing at the break was, if you do get the sponsorship and you're allowed to stay and you do obtain the, the citizenship, again, you want to do it the right way. That's admirable of you, by the way, as frustrating as that could be. You're not just going to find, not looking for a sugar daddy to marry you just so you can get citizenship, for example. You're trying to do, it, do things the right way, and that's admirable. I've got to commend you on that. But um, let's say you do get the citizenship. I know it's not just a means to an end. I know it's a goal of yours, but what do you want to accomplish? What What do you see in your future going forward? Throughout, the, especially my adulthood, I did a lot of personal development. Just I always love to learn and grow and stuff. Just come to th- either through experience or just through reading to be able to serve. That that might sound uh, <laughs> very abstract. It just uh, I found the beauty of the journey is is also the, you know the process and connect with the authentic people and live authentic life i would not just for me anymore cuz right now i'm kind of a little bit of focus on solving my problem you know with the situation but the, the ultimately this 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 country build on entrepreneur and just uh, provide opportunity to, to other people i find it just to be more pleased that uh, for instance, just has a bigger stage so that mm-hmm. uh, heard and uh, the, the I could well, influence I think, more yeah. people positively. Sure. Whether through entrepreneur provide opportunity for other people or my experience is an asset that mm-hmm. I can help the people to come. You could guide them. Yeah. Yes. The thing is exactly the a lot of you know entrepreneurship gets denigrated these days a lot by a lot of a certain portion of the country, I'll put it that way. And the reality is, if you look at anyone who's successful, whether it's an entrepreneur or not, anyone who's successful, really, all they've done is they found a way to serve people more. And the better they serve people and provide a need that people have, the more successful they become. It's that simple. Oh, I shouldn't say it's easy, but it is that simple. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, it is uh, simple, but it's definitely not easy. Not easy, um, exactly. And I love that part. I got. I, I want to bring you back around to this because I just think this is so powerful. I love that part where you were sharing earlier about why did you want? Why do you want to become part of this country? And they'll, like you mentioned, the shared the land of opportunity and things like that. What would you? What advice would you give to somebody who maybe has not seen your has your experience of living somewhere else and coming here, and don't realize how blessed they are? What would you say to somebody like that? I found a helpful is practice gratitude, right? You see, you know, mm-hmm. so that's things. Think about it. When you have your health, you're focused on the stuff going around. Well, if you got sick, all you want is just your health. Right. So from my standpoint to, you know, we count the blessings, not to focus on the other thing. They help to manifest, attract more of the good in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be more grateful. Just, just that is so powerful. Yeah. That's definitely travel a bit. Mm-hmm. to get a different perspectives that yeah. that's yeah it's uh I, I i you know i went to because i used to live in texas i i really enjoy the mountain 
a view. I, I even visited Colorado for a, a little bit. I was mm -hmm. talking with those people about uh, how incredible your state is, the, the uh -huh. mountain pressure, and they don't realize how, how lucky they are in a way. Right. It, it, it's a, I think I've put things in contrast or perspective. It, it's definitely would uh, help to appreciate more about it. Everybody that's, has something to be appreciative about. What that's so powerful because you're right. It, it, those that feel entitled, they really lack gratitude. And and they probably, like you said, they probably haven't traveled much to experience what it's like in other places to recognize how blessed they truly are. That is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was it? It was JFK that said, tell me not what you could, your country can do for you, but tell me what you can do for your country. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Powerful and it, words. It needs to be re reminded over and over because, you know, we, mm -hmm. we kind of sometimes are designed to forget. So mm -hmm. it's like if we need to re-estate or retake the vow, just re remind, remember, remind it over and over about uh, the, the blessings. That's a practice. Absolutely. It is a practice. Well, absolutely. Well, I, I find it admirable that one, you're not only trying to do things the right way, try to go through the process the right way within the rules. Secondly, you're not only think right even now, even though you're facing a crisis type situation, you're still you're still thinking about how you could help others. And again, I think that just speaks to your heart and who you are as a person. Avery, I think you're the kind of person that the type of person we want in this country. And uh, I, I would find it very sad if you were forced to leave. So Again, we're going to, if anybody knows anyone that could sponsor Avery or has some employment opportunity that might be a good fit, Avery, what would be, one more time, what would be a good fit for you, somebody should consider, and how do they contact you? Thank you. Thank you for, for the kind words. Um, I definitely uh, <laughs> strive to live up to that. Um, yeah, so to just say in high level, uh, my six years of experience was in the solution architecting. So I take clients to identify their needs, to discover the gaps, uh, craft solutions, uh, software, technical solutions, then implementing them to better their business operation. I, I work really well cross-functionally as the liaison, the point of contact with the product engineer teams, whatever it takes. And then the way to reach out to me, um, either my cell phone or email. So my cell is 254-299-7321. The email is averychi10 at gmail.com. It spells out A V E R Y C H I one zero at gmail.com. And your phone number one more time, Avery. 254-299-7321. Avery, thank you for joining us today. Your story is amazing. I truly wish you the best and I want to hope and pray for you that we get some good or you get a good result, whether it comes from this show or anywhere else for that matter and that you're able to stay and achieve your American dream. And I think this illustrates firsthand how unfair the current immigration system we have is right now, both legal and illegal immigration. The, thing, the other thing I haven't even brought up, but I've brought this up at times, is by allowing so many people just to come across the border willy-nilly, illegally, it reduces the number of good folks coming through the system that we can accept into this country. So it minimizes the good quality people that we would want here that would be con contributing to our society that would make this one of the reasons America has become what it's become is because for so many years, decades, literally a couple hundred years, it's been the place where people wanted to come throughout the world to make a better life. And they worked hard towards that and they improved upon that. And that's why America has been the beacon of light or beacon of a hope or beacon of opportunity that it's become, if we allow so many people to come across that, again, may have nefarious or bad intentions, we don't know. That's the problem I have. We don't know many of these people just jumping across the border. It will, de it, it will be a detriment to our country, to our society, and it will reduce the number of good people, like I said, that can come and join us. I'm going to encourage you, as always, to stay tuned to the Your Personal Bank Show. Uh, we'll be on again next week with some great information. I've got another amazing interview coming up with the founder of Truth in Accounting, talking about 
uh, government spending and knowing what truly is going on, what the government is really spending, not what they tell us. So that's going to be an awesome interview. I'm going to encourage you to stay tuned to the next shows. If you want advice on how to minimize risk, uh, maximize returns, minimize taxes, any of those kinds of things, thrive in this chaotic economic scenario we're in, please contact me. Yes, you'll get a hold of me at yourpersonalbank.com or 866-268-4422. Again, yourpersonalbank.com, 866-268-4422. I just want to finish up again, Avery. Thank you for joining us. You have an awesome story. Truly wish you the best. So thank you I for really doing really appreciate it, yes, for Angle to have this platform and having me here to share my story. Well, thank, thank you. you for joining us. Thank you for, I think you've added to our, hopefully you've added to our day. And I, as I like to finish off with every show that I ever do, as long as it's on our money, in God we trust. Listen Tuesdays at noon and Saturdays at 1 to the Your Personal Bank Show for more information. Contact Ferentz at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. That's 866-268-4422. This show is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information. The presenter and guests of this program do not engage in legal, accounting, or tax advice. Professional advice regarding your situation should be sought if required. Some products discussed may have limitations and not be available in all states. Excessive unpaid loans may affect performance. Distributions may become taxable if not managed properly. Replacements may not be suitable for everyone. There may be charges when replacing coverage. Dividend rates and bank line of credit rates may change. For current rates, contact Ferentz at 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Again, that's 866-268-4422 or yourpersonalbank.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.